Hi everyone, welcome back to the A's and D's podcast. And this in this episode, we'll be talking about traditional Ugandan dances. So you've just heard the like staple Ugandan song we listened to whilst growing up and it was often followed by what we call the Baga dance, which is the traditional dance for the Baganda tribe. And just a few minutes ago, we were literally just talking about the lyrics and what it means. And we analyzed the lyrics and it's basically talking about topics on how to be a good wife, birthing and taking care of children, managing their house and the like. That's the stuff that's often expressed in, in this song. So... I just wanted to ask the ladies, like, why is it that these are the qualities that they're looking for in a wife, like birthing, taking care? I mean, yes, we have to give birth. I know that. (laughs) But managing the house, like women have more to that than just doing that. But yeah, um, it's interesting, actually, that you asked that question. I've never really like deeped this song. So I don't I've never understood. I mean, I know what the lyrics are, but I've never thought like so deeply about them and, you know, what they could mean. I've never really translated them like to that extent of why women should, um, you know, give birth or, uh, you know, farm and, you know, look after the house. Yeah, because so, when you when you hear the song, you just get up and dance. Exactly. Um, and it's it's interesting that it's a woman that's also singing these lyrics. Um I don't know. I just, I, I'm struggling a little bit with that bit. I don't know if anyone gets um, what I'm trying to say. I think if you think about the song itself, basically when you, um, if you don't think too much in terms of um, having given birth and farming, I think the message is they're trying to show that they're not looking, you shouldn't be focused on someone's appearance. You shouldn't mm. be focused on how someone looks. You should be looking into the qualities that they have, the things that they can bring to the table and not just their sort of appearance, I guess. To me, that's how I sort of think about it when I listen to this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's qualities that are sort of like, uh, some people might say feminist, but really and truly, as females, we are supposed to give birth. Yeah. Um, but taking care of the house and, you know, why should I? That could be anybody. Yeah, mm. the man can take care why of the sh- house Yeah, too. the man can farm too. We all too. have hands. Exactly. We can, you know, hoover. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can all do it. I also think, like, contextually, it kind of fits for the time that the song came out. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say that. Um, it's quite an old school song. And I guess the fact, going back on what you said, Dana, the fact that it's a woman singing it, I think they just describe it, like, she is trying to describe what she thinks are good qualities in a wife. Yeah. Which is more than appearance. Yeah. Which is kind of, for its time, a very small feminist statement because she's saying it's not just about how we look. There's other mm. qualities. Yeah. Those qualities now are still deemed to be things that would be, you know, Make up very woman. traditional women or whatever. But I think for its time, it's still making a point that we're more than just our looks. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's funny that those lyrics are quite um, gendered uh, in terms of the female having the more submissive role um, and farming, giving birth to the kids and, like, taking care of the home. But whenever I look back on my childhood when I heard that song, like, the men and women are running... Like to dance, we we mm. all are running to the dance floor to enjoy this. Like it's almost like a ce- celebration of our culture. Yeah. Whenever I hear this song, and although I didn't understand the lyrics when I was younger, I never felt like it was about women being submissive. Although that's what 
I guess when I digest the lyrics now, that's what I think of. Um, I just can't get over like the minute the song starts, everyone runs, pulls a cardigan onto their waist because obviously with this dance, dancing to the song, you have to kind of shake your waist a lot. And for emphasis, you put a jumper around your waist. We've all done it. Well, us lot in this room, whatever. whatever um, <laughs> Am I really doing it? <laughs> <laughs> but like my dad's running to get his around his waist. Like it's not about like bum shaking. Isn't about just women. It's, mm. it's such a cultural thing. Um, so it's quite interesting how, regardless of the lyrics, when it comes to the dance, it it completely transcends. It's yeah. like a cultural. It sort of brings Especially. everyone together, like exactly. type of thing. And this is one of those songs that they would sort of play at like the end of the party, and um, everyone just just gets up, like Miss um, Nalkenga said, and just gets on the dance floor. Like it doesn't matter how, um, it doesn't matter whether you're fe- male or female, type of thing. Yeah. So the Mbaga dance, which is uh, practiced by our tribe, we are the Baganda tribe. Um, it's normally performed by a woman who has reached the age of 18 and is being prepared for future marriage. Funny, it's called Mbaga, which means wedding. Um, so, <laughs> do you know what? My brain didn't even put the two together. I would just listen to Same. what you're saying and learn. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning on I'm this teaching night. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the age of 18, I don't, I don't know what that's about, but, yeah. I don't know if that's true, to be honest. Um, um, in terms of, I think every single person sort of like from literally as as long as you can move your waist and yeah. you can the dance floor. Like I can, I see my little cousins just literally when they put on the last song, rushing to get their jumpers or whatever to tie around their waist, and they're probably like what ten yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think anyone can actually like do the dance as long as you're mm-hmm. taking part. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think that must be like a traditional thing because I do not remember on my 18th birthday my mom giving me a jumper and being like, it's time. Also, for more context, the actual dance is like, it's quite difficult to describe. But the reason that you put something around your waist is for emphasis cause so it can show your bum movement. So basically, it's like stepping forward. It's like quick footwork. <laughs> but then you're also shaking your bum at the same time and you move around in a circle. And it's traditionally done with like feathers on your yeah. back and they shake. Um, but that's really massive and expensive outfit to get. So when we just have Ugandan parties in the UK, people just get like a jumper or yeah. an overcoat um, to kind of mimic that look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also like with the dust, um, in addition to the quick footwork and the waist movement bum shaking there's also like a hand um coordination so your body is actually burning a lot of calories here (laughs) (laughs) for someone who doesn't have good hand and foot coordination this dance really gets you there it gets you there there. and there's some professional movements where some people even do like i guess like spear yeah and like oh, I can't explain it, like other hand gestures, yeah, <laughs> that like come in, like farming. I guess they're quite traditional things, like spearing, farming, and picking up, like picking up like, things, and it's like yeah. a it's an entire act. Like um, in 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 our culture, uh, you could hire like you know like dancers. Obviously, they come to your party, and as part of their performance, they put on this entire act. So they'll they'll dance to this song, but they'll reenact everything that's happening in the song. Mm. So it gives you, um, I guess, more 
context on what's happening. And it's, it's just really like enjoyable. Visual of what, exactly. Yeah, of what the song is about. I think culturally our dance kind of tells a story in itself. Yeah. Yeah. No matter like how generations move on, how times change, mm. that dancing continues and it stays very much like as as traditional as it started, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, um I still struggle with this dance. Like, um, if you see me on the dance floor, um it's my waist fighting with my feet with my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just struggling to move. So um I'm still learning this it's funny though because I learned this dance when I was in primary school in boarding school in Uganda. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> yeah, and I was about what six, so they're preparing me for marriage already at six. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. why Daphne was so good. You got it as P. You're yeah, like, yeah. Wait, it, it literally it was, is like P. is a pro. She'll be doing all the extra moves. Pro, but she's yeah. good. <laughs> um, I guess you know at school, like we said, this is like a PE lesson. Want to teach you this dancing. They are actually, aside from, I guess, prepping you for marriage, they are also teaching you those Ugandan uh, traditions and, you know, cultural values um, and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. which I think is quite cool. You get to learn those at a very young age. And as you grow up, it's something that's already instilled in you. Mm -hmm. Um, Just to go back to the description of the dance, uh, Miss Nalukenga said bum movement, but it's actually a waist movement um however your bum just naturally moves with it because ugandan's got it like that yeah <laughs> yeah it is actually more so your waist than the bum but y- y- your bum does move as well i guess that like, growing up in the uk our parents do anything to incentivize us to like try and stay within that culture and perform these cultural acts mm. so when we were at parties we actually used to get paid to like join in <laughs> and embrace the dances i remember getting handed tenors which i don't know where that money went actually <laughs> pretty sure my mum took that but all the aunties and stuff would try and hype you up to dance to uganda music and they would actually give you money it was really nice yeah i think it's not even just at um parties it's also at, like things like christmas um, where they try to get us to entertain them literally it's mm. entertainment for them um, they want us to do anything like and then um, if you obviously outperform yourself mm. you get paid for it <laughs> yeah yeah. It, it, it's not I don't, I don't think it's more a sort incentive rather than reward I think you get get rewarded for being good because I, I remember when I was younger and I, you know when we had the Maganda dance you know there will be a group of us not everyone would get money um but if you did really well then though you'd get like <laughs> you'd get something so i think it's more of a reward or incentive i guess it depends on how you think about it because if you know that if i do my best and i'm gonna get rewarded for it then yeah it is an incentive. Incentive, yeah. <laughs> so, a bit of it's, it's both yeah i guess it's just part and parcel and it also explains why none of us are that shy when it comes to dancing yeah. <laughs> we've been training we get paid it's very very true I'm guessing that all the other tribes have their own traditional dances too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. there must be actually thousands of Ugandan traditional dance dancers mm-hmm. out there. Um, yeah, I guess we can only just speak Imagine to... having a dancer from each tribe, um, each doing their own sort of um, traditional dance. Dance you know, off. I know. I right? <laughs> that would be so cool. Like I didn't even know that like other tribes have their own sort of dances i just live in my little ugandan bubble where everyone does <laughs> exactly. yeah. well you just think everyone's baganda yeah yeah everyone Uganda speaks bubble. your language mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's weird to think of other people's childhoods not with not having that 
from the normal these song and dance moves mm. then synonymous Ugandan move mm-hmm. it being a completely different move but they're still like that's their identity in terms of being Ugandan um, because I feel like that dance like makes up a lot of my identity mm-hmm. in terms of how I see what Ugandans are um, it's weird that it's only as I've gotten older that I thought in any way that that whole dance movement could be sexual um when i was younger i didn't even think of that because of course we talked about being in the halls um entertaining our parents it's just a dance um and i think it's very much a western concept that shaking your bum is like i don't know some sort of sexual enticing enticing movement um because that wasn't in my head until i was a lot a lot older and obviously i moved to the uk as well um and acclimatised to the different culture, and I just think it's just weird that that is a thing. You have mm. to separate it in your head as a Ugandan, because you know it's not that, but equally it's easy to get caught up in the fact that, like, as much as you move your bum, like, someone might be looking at it to check you out. Mm. I don't know, it's very odd. I think just even the concept of you shaking your bum in front of, like, say, your father and then him paying you, is just so backward to people in the UK. Like mm-hmm. that would be seen as some sort of striptease or something, mm-hmm. something strange. Exactly. <laughs> when actually, it's just a movement like any other part of your body. Like mm-hmm. it is really bizarre, and I think in a lot of ways um, that carries across. And even sometimes we're shocked, like when we go to Uganda, at how differently mm-hmm. um, females and males move and even interact with each other. So like waist movements are not uncommon in males. Like if you're going out in Uganda. Um, there's a lot of like, like whining, um, which is typically seen as female here. Mm. Um, and it would almost be like, yeah, it would, it'd be quite bizarre to find somebody doing that in like a bar situation in the UK. Mm. Yeah. Um, I agree with you there, Ida. Um, in terms of, um, also when you go back home, um, like cousins do sort of, um, dance with each other. Like they can, um, I would say wine. Yeah, They can grind and wine with each other, and um, they would not. They don't see it as a big deal or um, as it being sexual or that they like their cousin. It's literally just a dance for them, mm. and that's it. But obviously, Western culture has taught us that if you're doing that, it should be with somebody that you have some type of interest. Um, mm. We in. Yeah, or sexual uh, relationship. Yeah, yeah exactly. like it's always meant to, to be like it. a mating call, like some kind of foreplay. Yeah. Mm. Before like you get to know them or something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, I, I was, I'm not going to lie, like when we went to Uganda and I saw that happening, I, <laughs> I had a few raised we eyebrows. We were shocked to our core. I was so confused. Yeah. Like, I was thinking, like, how, how is my cousin coming behind me right now? <laughs> I actually had to like back up. I was like, no, this is not it. Yeah. But honestly, it's just dancing. I think it's very hard to unlearn culture. So I do think they probably still do that mm. because it's culture, isn't it? It's, well, I when I say culture, I mean, culture. yeah, I it's, it's the culture. It's Caribbean culture. And it's, it's, it's actually black culture. It's not about wanting to sleep with anyone. It's just like, that's our dance moves. Yeah. And I think the only way, I guess, Western white culture could understand it is by like, sexualizing not even um, black and people or black women from what i've seen anyway like they, they can't understand it beyond that like it has to be some sort of yeah. like, way to like i don't know try and try and get sexual or to try and entice i don't know typically mm. a white 
mad. I don't know. I feel like they just couldn't translate it as it is just that. You're just, just dance. dancing. Yeah. Because that's what you've done culturally. That's what your tribe has done. You've danced to communicate. You've danced yeah. to express yourself. I think when someone white saw that, they just couldn't process it. And I think that's why popular culture then, like twerking is sexy, like all of these dance moves that are typically by, I don't know, people of colour, mm. are just to try and get people to either like have sex or be sexually attracted to that individual, which I think is insane. But I, I know what you're saying. It's hard not to process it because we're constantly surrounded by that. Mm. Um, media mm. it's hard not to process it as just sexual so mm. we i don't know we're in that limbo between the two cultures which is kind of hard but i think when we are together with other ugandans my head doesn't it's hard for my head to go there because i'm just like i know that i know what this is it's deeper than yeah just mm. winding to yeah get even when with each other or something yeah weird. It, even if it was someone who wasn't related related to you just like oh we're just dancing here mm. not gonna, probably yeah. gonna go any further mm. yeah Exactly. At least not through the art of dance. Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's actually really weird to talk about because when I was younger and I used to see, like, Caribbean culture um, and a lot of their traditional dances, I could never understand why... Because I think... I don't know what it was that I saw. I feel like I saw something like a video, like the Dutty Wine video, mm. and there was little kids doing, like, the Dutty mm. Wine and, like, um, really going for it. Girls in splits, really doing all the dances. Going upside down and I, against yeah. the wall. And I used to never understand. I feel like when I looked at that but with my Western brain, Western hat on, I was so confused as to how they could be dancing like that in front of kids or kids mm. dancing like that. And I always thought like, it's obviously a part of the culture and I respected mm. that. But I was always like, oh, that's so different. And it's actually not different at all. Yeah. It's like I had to live it. I had to go to Uganda and I go to Uganda and like dance with a cousin or see them dancing to understand to fully like understand that that is exactly the same thing it's just mm-hmm. mirrored like i agree Very i just worry that um you know nowadays you know like like miss nalkinga mentioned like twerking is sexualized um because of everything that you've seen on you know social media um and how quickly you know pop culture spreads i worry that you know, our culture might be in danger of that because mm. people might then mm. take it too far than what it was, you know, it's just an innocent dance, but then because mm-hmm. of what you see online or, you know, what's acceptable these days mm-hmm. in the Western world. And let's be honest, in, in Uganda, people try a lot to copy the yeah, Western exactly. world. So maybe it's not going to be just an innocent dance between siblings yeah. <laughs> in a few years. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I don't know, some food for thought, I guess. So then I wonder how, if, like, a Ugandan person was interested in someone else, whether that, I'm, I'm guessing they would feel differently dancing with them. Do you get of what course. I mean? Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, we're just having a dance or whatever. But I feel like then that would be mirrored in the way you do it. I don't know how to explain it. There has to be some sort of difference between... A bit between... closer, eh? Yeah, just that yeah. little, yeah. <laughs> little bit of breath in the ear. Yeah. <laughs> The grind would be harder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I I, I feel like even this might be very strange for, you know, our Western listeners. Um, You know, obviously hearing us talk about our relatives, you know, whining with each other. Um, And when I say we're whining, they're not really like touching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of space. So there is a boundary. It's not like, oh my God, they're practicing incense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're not 
it's it's not it's not like that. So I just want to give everyone a picture that when they say that they're whining together, they're not actually like grinding on each other. Um, mm-hmm. They literally there is a little bit of boundary. And this is just from our experience. Like yeah. other people might yeah, be like, exactly. no, that doesn't happen. Um, just like a precursor. It's just our experience that we've had when we went to Uganda. To be honest, in general, the type of movements they do in Uganda are so different to dancers in the UK. Like, yeah. For sure. I honestly just want to put the two groups of people in a club, like a club in Brixton. Then <laughs> <laughs> a club in Uganda. The differences in the dancing is just unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. even in some of the, like, footwork, the mm-hmm. actions, mm-hmm. they don't do any of this gun hand stuff that we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> There's no hands involved. There's no need to throw your hands in the air. That is not a yeah. thing. I think it's all, like, based on just the footwork and... Mm-hmm. Um, they listen to the song and then whatever like okay this might sound wrong <laughs> like whatever comes to them is what they sort of like that's they what go they with do. the rhythm yeah they go they really with go with the rhythm i think that's what it is they won't be that. no no one say that people don't have rhythm but in the uk some but. people don't let's be real they don't because even when i'm in a ugandan club i'm in, intimidated by how much rhythm they have but it's just I don't know, it just comes into their body. Like, mm-hmm. Whatever it's, the song is, they're doing stuff and I'm like, how are you doing that? I think it's like, the way I can describe it is like, it's intense musicality. Like they listen to every beat mm-hmm. and there's no fear of like trying to be too extravagant. No one's trying to be cool. Yeah. So the movement that you feel is what you do and you yeah. can see it. You can see that when people are doing it and people make space for it. If somebody wants to get on the floor when they're dancing, mm-hmm. there's yeah. going to be space made so they can express themselves. Whereas I feel like the culture is a bit more like shy. You're doing the moves that you know are acceptable. Yeah. You're yeah. never going to start doing ballet or start doing <laughs> some big old <laughs> movements in the club. It's just side to side, you know? Yeah. To all our listeners, you should look at um, Eddie Kenzo, Sitcha Loss on YouTube. Give you a bit of insight of how um, amazing Ugandans are in terms of dancing. So, yeah, check them out. Um, there's also the Massacre Kids as well. They're also quite good. Um, they give the prime example of literally going with the floor, listening to the beat and just moving your feet. Yeah. Um, one thing I can say about our dance culture that I've been thinking about as we're having this conversation is that um, Western culture, I think, I don't want to say steals, Western being kind of, I guess, white English culture, but steals dance from other cultures. I don't think it's typically in their genetics. That's why, like, when we're talking about going to... <laughs> when we're talking about going to the club, there's no, there's no, like, actual dance movies because most of the dance movies are, like, I feel like they're picked up from other cultures. Mm. Um, I don't think there's, like, a way to dance... Like in the English sense, I, <laughs> I don't want to be rude. There isn't. I do not want to be rude. That's why there's such a contrast when you go to Uganda because you can see it's ingrained in the culture. Yeah. And it's not sexual. It's just like this is part of how we express ourselves. Um, but it's not, it just doesn't translate in a Western sense. And when you live here so long, obviously we have like South London moves that, that there's ways we've adopted <laughs> dances, but I don't think that is Western culture or English culture or white culture i don't know what to call it but i yeah yeah it's just come to my head when we were talking about this and how much like they picked up basically they pulled from other cultures in terms yeah. of the dancers we see now even what people do in bars what they're um inspired by like it's from more ethnic cultures but it's not just weird. them <laughs> like i think you've seen in the like in the ugandan music there is a lot of them who are pulling from the jamaicans um, in terms of how they sound um, with their music. Some of our artists do sound yeah. like Rastafarians. Yeah, 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 yeah,
Yeah, but I was talking more strictly about the dancing sense. Oh, right, but yeah. I know what you mean, like with music, of course. Yeah. But I think dancing it's got... is it's very ethnic, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't want... I agree. I feel like I'm making a big statement by saying it, but it's just. I think there I, are the English dancers, about. though. I think it's like kind of like. The Scottish one. That's Scottish. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scottish. I don't count Scottish people in that. They've yeah, got exactly. their own like, cultures. They've got their own culture, yeah. Yeah, that's very true. But I think it's kind of like, isn't it not like the line dance or the courtship dances where they're wearing the big like Elizabethan dresses and they're doing... Oh, yes. You touch hands. What, Bridget, it's isn't not, that? Bridget Bridget style. Style. Yeah. It's not lit. But, yeah. aren't they, but aren't they doing like, um, you know, those like... You know, the ones that you see on Strictly Come Dancing or something. But those are other cultures. No, but those, those that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying. The English one, isn't that the one where you just like, it's not like the tango or anything. Yeah, it's, but it doesn't have to be the tango. There's a there's a calm one, which could, I don't know what the dance is called, but. Well, you mean the waltz? Yes. Yeah, something like that. So I feel like they're doing Even the, the waltz. Even the waltz, I think it's a German. I thought like that. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. The okay. English Bridgerton one. Yeah, it is all there. Is probably the waltz uh, yeah. at a, <laughs> on a calmer level. Yeah, you're right. That's what I mean. Like at their core, it's not a part of how they express themselves. That's why I think it's harder to translate. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, twerking came from like some white English dude. He, he decided to label it. But I think, <laughs> I just think that they've, it's not at their core. So they, they can't express. They can't think of it as anything other than, like, I guess, being sexual or being dif- so different. But for us, it is our core of expression. Does that mm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whilst we're having this conversation, just a uh, light bulb moment, um, even though we're saying, well, we're not really saying, but we are saying that, <laughs> you know, English culture, they don't really have, like, their own dance apart from, you know, Bridgerton style. Um, <laughs> that... I feel like based on the books that I've read and, you know, the movies that I've um, watched, this type of dance that we're talking about is in its form a way to court somebody as well. So mm. there are some similarities mm. there, which Very true. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like starting to understand now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, from what I hear in this conversation, um, it seems dance... <laughs> <laughs> comes together through courtship. Yeah, that's, that's where it all starts. Yeah, that's where it all starts, and that's where it sort of began mm-hmm. when someone's courting someone. Mm-hmm. They come up with some type of dance to yeah. like, win the woman over or the mm-hmm. man. You know, even the birds do it. You know, oh, yeah. do they? Yeah. yeah, they do a dance to you know get the attention of the um, the female, and the best dancer, you know, best colors or whatever yeah. wins. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that also brings us back to why people find it so weird, like cousins dancing together or something, because yeah, it all originates with that courtship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. courted through dance. Ooh. Oh, tell us a story. Spill the tea. <laughs> was, is it really through was da- it really well, dance? <laughs> but I was in a, a nightclub, so <laughs> you could call it that. Did you see him busting a move? And I like, did, oh, and oh. I said, "Oof, I <laughs> like that. I like that. <laughs> it was that arm for me." <laughs> so. Well, there's something to be said about like seeing someone with rhythm. I feel like it is yeah. more attractive. So yeah. it comes into that courtship thing. Like when I see someone dancing and they've got confidence and they just they look like they're owning it, I'm definitely gonna put my eyes on them and be like, <laughs> come my way. Yeah, <laughs> it's an absolute. It's game definitely changer. an attractive um, quality to have. Um, just having rhythm, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going back to the um, theft part. In terms of, I agree with what Duffin said, um, in terms of 
music also sort of being stolen from other cultures as well and it's quite sad especially in the ugandan sort of um entertainment business that we feel the need to steal a lot of sort of either the beat or some of the lyrics mm -hmm. from other cultures when really ugandan music itself it's quite good mm -hmm. and there is so much that some people that they're saying um that we should try to just make sure it's just our own original sound mm -hmm. um yeah i do feel like with the ugandan music now i feel like it's still stuck in like um like 20 years ago like the beats um i feel like we are stuck in there like we you don't hear like pop i want to say yes you've got sheba but it's not like like when you hear the other afro beats it's not like ugandan music it's different it's very yeah. distinctive yeah. so i do feel like we are because if when i hear songs from 20 years ago i feel like it's the same thing i'm listening to now mm. i'm not saying i don't like it but i think we're stuck in that you know so maybe they feel the need to pick up mannerisms from like jamaicans or something just to sound different, different. Yeah. and maybe but i guess i feel like they're not i mean i, I kind of disagree with you Kula, because i feel like the fact that they are still quite authentic with the, a very big afrobeats culture they could easily like shift it up and sound just like that i feel like that you know i feel like i like that the sound has remained the same mm. because then it's quite yeah like you said it's distinctive it's it's familiar. Mm. It's not, you know. I love that. Literally, Ugandan music is in Luganda. Most mm -hmm. of the songs I hear, mm -hmm. they're not. They're not choosing like, oh, I have to now speak English because you know, Western culture dictates yeah. this. Um, so that's still standing, and I love that. And I love that there's some old like, like sounds like Afrigo yeah. band, yeah, jazzy sounds that people wouldn't even know were like jazz or whatever, mm -hmm. and like all those sounds still are in even very popular songs yeah um and i don't want it to change because actually i don't want to hear ugandan ariana grande or yeah it'd yeah. just be weird like it's unnecessary other people yeah. are doing it mm. let us have at least our own sound in that sense because we're already such a tiny country like tiny pearl <laughs> I can, um we are the pearl of africa we are the pearl of africa like let us stand out in another way mm -hmm. if we have to I completely agree with you. Um, I do think, though, kind of what Daphne was touching on is it's good that we have that beat arrangement that's quite similar and gives us a distinctive sound, but you can add things to that. So, mm. like, you can develop a beat or add a, mm. one new sound that makes it a bit more different. Like, it doesn't have to change the entire vibe to become Ariana Grande to develop. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess that's what they could go forward. And but I think with are, this... Like, artists like Sheba, a lot of the younger artists, I think, are touching on it. But I'm just saying there aren't that many that are like so yeah, shockingly true, different. True. So I think when you can only think of one, mm, that's when there's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's just uh, the the concept of genres when it comes to like Ugandan music. It's it's not there. They don't have like yeah, different layers exactly. of what it is. <laughs> Trying to think about Ugandan rock. You guys are laughing hard, but it, I think it does exist. And there's Ugandan. I think folk. it exists. No, I think it does. I think it exists. Hard. It does. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, we just haven't had it. Rock. And we just haven't had it. It's not mainstream. I mean, but give us an example, Ida. It's not. Did I? You're I'm very sure it exists. I'm yeah. Like, an, I'm the sponsor for. No, everything. I agree with Ida. It definitely probably does exist. We just don't know it, or we probably it's not even popular. if we had it, we wouldn't like. Well, I don't know if you wouldn't mm, like it. Right, cool. yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's there. Yeah, it's not popular. I just I argue with yeah. Dana though. I don't know, but I think the yeah the layers then just not there, yeah. and I I appreciate that. I, I I don't need to listen to. 
10 different genres of music. Mm. One is more than enough. I don't think <laughs> yeah. that's why. But what genre is it? <laughs> that's a good yeah, question. That's a yeah. good question. What genre is that? It's called unique. Ugandan <laughs> genre. Ugandan unique. I've heard music. Ugandan rap. Like, I've heard that. So I know that's yeah. there. Yeah. But this other genre that's just, I don't know what that is. But it's, it's good. I'm not, you know. I mean, there are... Uh, at the end of the day, you know, artists, you know, Ugandan or Western or whatever, wherever they come from, always borrow from each other anyway. Yeah, definitely. So there are some artists out there, you know, Ugandan artists who borrow, you know, from jazz and blues or whatever and try and make a unique sound. But I think, yeah, the mainstream is, is just one sound and I, I appreciate that. Also, at the end of the day, they're all just doing it to make music. And if you see that, like, a Jamaican-sounding song is the one that's making it into, like, international charts, mm. why would you not try that? Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. The goal it's is true. money at the end of the day. Mm. So. And I, I, King, I like what you said about, um, you know, Ugandan music being in Luganda, um, and we don't try to, you know, switch it up and, you know, start speaking English, which I also appreciate about, you know, our culture and we stay true to what we are whereas and i'm not saying that you know people who produce afrobeats you know for example i'm strictly talking about like ghanaian music um artists sorry ghanaian artists and nigerian artists they tend to speak a lot in english yeah mm-hmm. um but i guess it's just a way to relate to the western but maybe that's what but makes it uh, successful yeah. yeah because party after party is in English. You ha- you hear one word in Luganda and then you're like, oh, he's a Ugandan artist. Yeah. And look where yeah. it went. And that, yeah, that's me. Yeah. I like that we are unique, but I feel like at the same time, it has held us back a little bit because mm. we're not trying to be like everyone else, but maybe we need to. We prob- Yeah, um, and that probably explains why there isn't a lot of Ugandan artists at like carnivals and um, festivals, that type of thing, mm. because uh, maybe some people, our music is not that well it is not it's not like mainstream and um other people won't sort of like relate to it and, and it's just hard to relate when you can't understand it yeah, yeah. i mean we can even us like i don't know about everyone else's under <laughs> knowledge is very different in this room but um even the songs i listen to i'm picking up small amounts and then also like i've been brought up in it so that's why i can even relate to it um but people who can't even understand a word they, they've never grown up in the culture I just can't see them loving that. Whoa, la, la, whoa. <laughs> I mean, on top of being a tiny country, we're also a tiny population in England. So maybe there isn't the, you know... The audience. The, yes, there yeah. isn't the audience for that. Yeah. Although I think when it does get picked up, it gets picked up in this like really hipster way where it's like, because it's such a small country, it's, it's some unique thing. Like I once saw like in Peckham, like, Ugandan electro night. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like Ugandan artist, and then also recently I got fed on Instagram ads. Um, this like Ugandan DJ set, but it was unique because it was outside in a hole. Like, it has to be this big <laughs> thing that's yeah. like so yeah. specific. And if you know it, you're so cool because it's so alternative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's never just a normal night. Mm-hmm. I think we've all touched on the fact that music is something that's in our cultural core, but. It's also been adapted by other cultures. And I was looking back on like how we started talking about dance. Do you think our traditional dance is something that, you know, was pulled from other influences or do you think it's unique to itself? I don't know. I don't want to answer the question for you, but um, <laughs> that's a good question. It I is. think it is completely unique just because I've not seen it mimicked in any way anywhere. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I can't think of a dance. I don't even know how you would take something and then make it. <laughs> the Wakanda dance. I don't know how to explain that, but it would have to just be doing a step. Because the movements, what makes it unique is all of the movements together. You wouldn't be able to say a two step forwards is stolen. Mm-hmm. I think how far can you trace a dance being stolen when it's not in its entirety? Mm. All of the moves have to come together for it to be it. Yeah. I think also everything else that goes with it um, in terms of like, as Miss Nalukenge mentioned, having the feathers, if you actually had the real thing, or grabbing a jumper, like, who does that? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to actually think. It's just deeped it. What culture actually grabs a jumper? <laughs> yeah, and puts her on the waist and waist jumps on the dance floor. Yeah. That's what I mean. I don't think there's anything like it. Mm. It's just so funny that music is so quick to change like, all the time. Mm. But in our dance moves... They just—I mean—that's probably hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. The same dance move. No one's like trying to change it. No one's pulling from other stuff. It's just—it's remained. Now, don't get us wrong. Even though dancing and how we dance is something that we were brought up with, to you know express our culture, and as a means of passing on our tradition. And I'm, I'm sure when we grow up, we'll have kids and show them this dance move. Um, that's not the only reason. Like, dancing is also about us having a good time. Like Ugandans love to party, like it's it's in we our do. culture, <laughs> and uh, I guess dancing is another way of showing that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't want anyone listening to this to think that <laughs> we're just, you know, it's just like a a robotic thing we do because we were taught it when we were younger. Like we are having the time of our life as we're dancing, and even when we, you know, we live in the UK now. Yeah, you know that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, we try our best to find Ugandan nights out, like, to be able to kind of be surrounded by yeah. similar people and similar sound. And, uh, yeah, we love a good Kampala night. That's what it's yeah. called. Um, for those of you that don't know, Kampala night is basically just um, this one night on its, the last Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. And um, all Ugandans sort of get together, um, listen to Ugandan music and... Um, just have a good old merry time together, really. Yeah, I guess it's like really underrated how much of a party culture Uganda has. I think you have to go there to see it or know Ugandan. Um, but even when we were younger, I remember a lot of my childhood was going around to parties with my my parents or them going out to <laughs> Kampala night. <laughs> Whilst we got babysitters and stuff in, like I think partying, dancing, having fun is just such a big part of what it is to be Ugandan. Yeah, and I think it's just one of those things that sort of... Um, stays with you because even to this day we still sort of like go out and party um well go to parties with our parents and um other older sort of siblings or um relatives really yeah and it's a good time that's how it just goes to show how, how far back Kampala night goes that our parents was going to Kampala night mm-hmm. and then when we grew up they stopped <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they want to bump into us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel like it's nice that, you know, we can... Like, I have been at a party and my mum's in the same club. Mm. Not even a party, yeah. To a club and she's there. <laughs> and we're both having just as good a time. Yeah. Uh, which I think is hard to find, I guess, over here. Not really. I've like, seen... In certain cultures. Like, I don't okay. hear people talking about, like, them going to a club with their mum. I've heard... It's very rare. I mean, no. I've heard a lot of people say my mum is like their best friend. They go clubbing, blah, 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 together. But I think that depends on personality. Whereas with us, it's very... Culture. Yeah. 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 Like, in Uganda, people go out and party with their parents, whatever. 
here Ugandans will still go out party with their parents mm. whatever yeah don't I, don't get us wrong this we're still respectful of our parents yeah, even though yeah. we still have a good time yeah it's not like my mom is my best friend she's my mom yeah exactly. yeah yeah well i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode guys and always holler at us if you have you know your own traditional dances that you do um educate us we're willing to learn um we're just gonna play some music for you guys just to dance your way out of this episode and um thank you thank you once again for tuning in we'll see you next time bye, bye.